Well, you can talk about film. Gotta be quicker than this. You can talk about film with a philosopher's zeal or measure them all by box office appeal, but for once in your life... Be real! Welcome, one and all, to Be Real, Guys. It's a movie podcast. I am Chance Solon Pfeiffer, and joining me on the other line, sipping a frozen vodka martini from the Minneapolis airport, it's Noah Ballard. Hey, buddy. Hello. Hello, Chance. Hello, everyone. How are you? Um, you know, things are a little bleak. Uh, I've been sitting in the Minneapolis airport for about four hours. Um... Before that, I got to uh, experience the Mall of America for the first time, uh, which made me think of the podcast we did at uh, end of the tour. Yeah. That's where they, they go see that movie. So, in fact, I took up David Foster Wallace's uh, call and uh, saw a movie of, of my own. And the movie is, uh, which we are doing a reeled-in edition of Be Real Guys, uh, the new James Bond movie, Spectre. Spectre, yeah. We are going to get right into it. It's the uh, fourth Daniel Craig James Bond movie, the second after Skyfall, that's directed by Sam Mendes. And to synopsize, I suppose, as much as james bond movies like don't really need synopses uh he's he's still james bond and uh this movie uh, endeavors to link all of the villains of the other daniel craig movies under a sort of transnational terrorist group led by christoph waltz and uh james bond doesn't take kindly to that while over on the mi6 front uh, the new M, played by Ray Fiennes, is dealing with a brand new invasive sort of surveillance-obsessed uh, government security chief, played by an actor whose name I don't know, but he's Moriarty on Sherlock. Um, right, he's basically playing the same character. Essentially, yes. And good God, does he still go to the I'm-gonna-make-out-with-you school of acting in every scene. Right. Um, well, I just thought it was so funny that they get him to basically reprise Moriarty from the BBC version of Sherlock, and they also got Christoph Waltz to reprise every villain he's ever played. Yeah, um, it's true. And yet, when you jam them all together, it's not that great, or not not as exciting. What you want to go first impressions, buddy? Yeah. Well, I like what you just said there because uh, I just never thought this movie was that exciting kind of wasn't i was kind of waiting for like something interesting to happen but like even when they're like driving through rome and this like high-speed car chase with these like two really cool cars he just like makes a phone call he's like yeah so what are you guys up to over in london oh, i'm just here like in a high-speed car chase in london where there are or in, in rome where there are no other cars um and yeah and it just nobody seems super like well, that's what I loved about Skyfall is that everybody was just like given 110%. And oh, yeah. everyone just on, on screen just seemed like pretty bored. Can I say that? I agree with you to a point for sure. But yeah, I, Ray Fiennes was bored. This movie tried to give him stuff to do, but like it just wasn't that exciting. Um, and I think it, in general, there's just a lack of momentum by the time you get to Christoph Waltz and his 
uh, African desert surveillance center where he's going to show you the whole world. Um, it doesn't... You don't really know, like, why you're there, like what the big deal is or why they aren't just like shooting at each other. It, it doesn't, it doesn't do a good enough job of like putting you in the f fantasy of Bond's relationship to a good Bond villain. So what's going on, James? They say you're finished. What do you think? I think you're just getting started. Right. And there was literally that line where Christoph Waltz is like, his, uh, his, like, lead henchman was like, hey, so can we do the action sequence around 4 o'clock today? And Daniel Craig's like, we'll try not to be late. <laughs> yep. It's, it's too long also, right? Oh, definitely. Why, would, why does a series that is essentially, at its core, completely episodic ever need to have a two-and-a-half-hour entry? Um, but I think Casino Royale is pretty long too, isn't it? I I just rewatched that one, and you're right. That yeah, one I do is, too on the plane here. Yeah, it's two and a half too. But this is so. This is what I think is kind of the trap of the Daniel Craig Bond movies. It's that they he might be the best like technical actor to play the role. He the movies look better than they've ever looked by a mile. The the scripts are, I would say, a cut above just because they're like endeavoring to be more serious. But yet when the the I feel like the people who make these Daniel Craig Bond movies want to be serious so much that it works in a movie like Skyfall, which is like almost not even a Bond movie. It's so dark. But in this one, in Casino Royale, you just like jam in every plot from every other Bond movie. Like you can't have like an outside source and have to have M fight in every Bond movie. Like it, I don't know. They get so clunky and jam packed because they just want these to be not goofy. Well, I just had the same problem with this one that I did with uh, Quantum of Solace, because I felt like with Casino Royale, it's like, okay, we're doing something new here. And then with Skyfall, it's like, okay, we're doing something new here. But then I feel like the production uh, crews for both these movies, like, fundamentally then misunderstood, like, why the previous movies were good. Like, Casino Royale, it's like, oh, the Bond girl dies. Like, oh, that's so sad. Like, and but then like the whole movie of Quantum of Solace is just like him dealing with sadness. And it's like that's mm -hmm. not a Bond movie premise. <laughs> like who are all these other people and why is he getting revenge? Like was he really that into that girl? Whatever. But then yeah. with Skyfall, it's like oh look a James Bond origin story. Like that's what people must love since it made so much money. And so now they're like yeah and here's James Bond's origin. But don't you want to know what happened after he like grew up in this weird estate? His parents died. And it's like yeah. not really. I don't really want to know that. And why is it weirdly linked to like this thing that's been going on his whole life? Does anyone really, it just seems like a lot of effort on the, on behalf of these villains. And then when they actually get to the moment where they're like, ha ha, like I'm the villain, I've ruined your life. They completely like let their guard down and then like their whole compound explodes. Yeah. I mean, it's almost, it's almost the exact same thing that happens at the end of quantum of solace, uh, where just like, there's a, there's a compound in the middle of nowhere and James Bond like pretty easily blows the whole thing up. <laughs> it doesn't ha have to all come to a head 
in a giant conspiracy because like that's not what we like about these movies and it especially doesn't all have to come to a head in a giant conspiracy in a movie where i think the script is actively trying to be less dark than skyfall like it's more quippy it's more fun and yet this is happening at the same time as we're seeing a pyramid of villains that all lead to christoph waltz welcome james you came across me so many times yet you never saw me what took you so long? What do you what do you say, buddy? I'm half tempted to say good bad, but honestly, like I just think it's it's just not worth it, man. Like watch Casino Royale and Skyfall again. I would say bad bad. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, I mean, it was nice to kill two and a half hours while waiting for this interminable flight to take off. But um, yeah, other than that, there was other. There was I didn't really get a whole lot from this entry and i'm so tired of the trope at the end spoiler alert where he's like and now i'm hanging up the hanging up the gun and i'm gonna drive off into the sunset but i'm contractually obligated to do another one so see you guys (laughs) in two years buddy this is thank you for passing the time with me here in uh here in minneapolis st paul well good luck and uh yeah god save the queen noah Absolutely. Shake and not stirred. Talk to you soon. I'm feeling something that makes me want to stay. I'm prepared.